This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I don't think Joe Barry should be allowed to come back with the team. That's just my personal opinion. Welcome uh, to the program. It is the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Packers with six seconds now on the clock. And a seven seconds, uh, I should say, on the clock, trying to come onto the field and throw one Hail Mary. But the Packers stink. This was a g- The Packers have played and been outplayed in the second half of ballgames all season long. And I broke this down. The Packers in the first half of ballgames, first half of ballgames this year, have scored 65 points. 65. In the second half, in the second half, they got two today on a give me, but in the second half, 27. 27. And, th- and three times so far this year in the third quarter, about three out of five games they've been shut out in the third quarter. Just, I, I don't make a big deal out of um, halftime adjustments, we'll say. Um, but clearly, whatever other teams are doing, is benefiting them and the Green Bay Packers and Matt LaFleur and Joe Barry have no clue. And Matt LaFleur can get as testy as he wants this week. I hope he does because the it's, it's irrefutable at this point. Bad game, soft defense, why they were playing on that, what was it, uh, I think third and 16 or second and 16, why they were playing 18 yards deep and gave up the first down, I have no clue. But this is a bad week for the Packers. You got a, a Giants team without three of their wide receivers, uh, with the injuries today, three of their offensive linemen, and with the injuries today, they were without four cornerbacks. And that's the ball game. Rogers sacked. He goes down, tries to throw. Ball's uh, up and away. Whistles are blowing. It's embarrassing. Fat guys are running down the field. It's a joke. The game's over. Stop it. That's it. That's it. Defense stunk today. Uh, offense, not much better. So what do you say? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit, it us, uh, hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. 877-867-1670. I, I can't understand how a defense can look so good on paper. This defense has looked so good on paper, and yet into this contest they they just give it up they were seventh best in scoring defense coming into this game in the league uh, and they had obviously a horrific start against the uh, the minnesota vikings since then they've played rather well but daniel jones played that's about the best i've ever seen him play daniel jones played outstanding football today saquon barkley outstanding football today their offensive line outstanding football today the green bay packers got beat in the trenches on both sides of the football they were out physical. They were outplayed. This whole switching up back and forth with Bakhtiari and company uh, did not did not work. Uh, up the gut, Josh Myers did not look good. Um, Elton Jenkins got it handed to him a couple of times. Just uh, just not a great great day today. And and now you got some things you have to figure out. You're coming back home. You're going to face a, what we we thought would be a bad Jets team, but who the hell knows now? 
Who knows? Like I had mentioned, the Green Bay Packers in the first half of ball games this season have scored 65 points. You take away the two points that were given to them today, and they have scored a total of 25 points. Or excuse me, 27 points in uh, in the second half of ball games this year, and in three different occasions against the Bears, against the Buccaneers, and against the Giants, they've been shut out in the third quarter. Just, I don't even know what to say. I've defended the defense and Joe Barry and keep it in front of you, but you can't anymore. Guys are running wide open. Seams across the middle are wide open. You're playing coverage on a second and 16. You're playing at 18 yards downfield. I don't know what kind of dumbass math that is, but that's poor. And if that's what you're being told to do by the defensive coordinator, then he obviously can't do math and he needs to go to. And they, what is, look, I appreciate the fact, and I've said it before, they really don't have a downfield performance. So they try to do it. You got to try to do it. You got to keep defenses honest. But for the most part, I mean, they kept going to it today. They were successful running the football, and then they get away from it. It it just, they got beat by a wildcat. They got got beat by uh, a quarterback today who had one bad wheel. Uh, Saquon Barkley comes back in after a bad shoulder, still plows through. There's a lot of things here that just, for lack of a better term, are embarrassing if you're a Packers fan. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670, Find us. Um, Jeff says defensive coordinator outcoached again. Brett says no defense, especially the second half of this ballgame. Um, Kevin says your team's overdone, overrated, one and done in the playoffs at best. If you're making that prediction now, Kevin, if considering the way a football season goes, that's kind of ignorant. Uh, Drew says uh, you have Dylan should have ran the ball in the final drive. Horrible play calling. This is starting to become Matt uh, Matt Lafleur's mo. I I don't know if I believe that or not. Matt Lafleur looking like a deer in the headlights. Uh, Rick says three passes in a row for three and out. Um, John second half uh, let down by Lafleur yet again. Offensive or uh, zero offensive points. Outscored again this time by a first year head coach. Uh, they really like the deep ball today. Why have I? Why have I no idea? I understand what they want to do, but I get what they are trying to do. Uh, yeah, you kind of go through all of this. I agree. Uh, Matt Lafleur looked a little lost today. Looked a little lost today. He's had a lot of success early on, but uh, looked a little lost today. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670. Let's get right to the phone calls. Jared listening to us in Delaware. Jared, what's going on, man? Yeah, Bill. How you doing? I'm good, man. I wish I had better news regarding the Packers. <laughs> they look lost. I'm, I Personally, I'm good. I'm okay right uh, now. I haven't lost a blood vessel, but overall, it sucks. Yeah, this is Gerard. Um, but anyway, let me say this. The Green Bay coaching staff puts themselves in a position to be outcoached. That's what it is. LaFleur, look, 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 LaFleur, let's face it. He's not in an echelon. I don't, I don't care how many winning seasons. They got, thir- they got third and two at the four, what was it, four or five-yard line or whatever it was down there. Mm-hmm. They passed the ball twice. It was just stupid. It's stupid, Bill. We got to face the, look, 
Barry and Amari Rogers shouldn't be on this team after this week. We know it. Amari Rogers stinks. He has no use. No use. I agree with you. None. There's no. There's no point to it. But we 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 can't keep making excuses for this stuff anymore. Okay, they were outplayed. You said it all, and I said it during my Twitter. You know, when I was tweeting, they the Giants were missing all these guys, just like New England was, and they simply are not motivated. They're not. What is it? What is? Everybody has to think about this. What is it? Sixty, seventy percent of a coach is motivating his team, isn't it? In football, motivating and it? putting your guys in the right place at the right time to make plays. There you go. And look at how many guys are open. I'm screaming at the TV, going, "What are you kidding me?" Walker is totally misused. He shouldn't even be on the field because he's so misused. It is a he don't even know where to go. I, there mm-hmm. were parts in this game where I was wondering if he was shadowing the quarterback or what was he just doing. What was he no doing? Idea. He was standing there doing nothing. And what? What? Are, and, and look, Douglas, three major penalties in this game. Three yeah, major. Yeah, Russell Douglas penalties. lost his head a couple of times. Just dumb. You know, two holding calls, and and, and then the body slam, and then when when Gary got the sack at the fifteen, you had Savage. Who, who look, Ben Fennel said it perfectly about Savage. It was a mistake picking him in the first round. He's a backup player at the at his best. He said it before Green Bay drafted him, and it's the truth. He can't cover anybody. And you ever said what is what was Amos doing? What was Amos doing on uh, on when Barkley had the ball in the backfield? What was he doing forty yards downfield when there was no quarterback in the game? What was he doing? What I don't know. Doing? I don't. The, the whole mentality of this defense seems to play soft and keep it in front of you. That's that's the only thing I can. That's got to be the philosophy: is play soft and keep it in front of you. Just don't don't allow a big play to get over well, the top. This is the most talent bill they've had on defense since right? I can remember. And their and their defensive coordinators that? and their defensive coordinators are coward. I, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. And then Lafleur says at halftime, well. He, he mentioned the defense. He goes, we got to go get the ball on defense. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? And then what happened? They scored 17 on instant points. And what happened? Yep. Well, why didn't LaFleur walk over to this guy and say, what are you doing? It's right. like they're always trying to please, like to play the nice guy. They're always playing. To, and what was Rogers doing with a back shoulder throw that wasn't even close to being open? I got batted down on fourth down. Why didn't he give the ball to Dillon? I have no on? idea why they always put the ball. Now, look, he's the MVP. I get it. But they do not oh. run the ball. If they have a choice yeah, to run or right. pass, they will take pass every damn time. Why and and he... even if Rogers got that throw away, it was incomplete because the, the receiver was, was completely covered. Right, and well, well, let me ask you a question. Just like you keep saying, why on third and fourth down wasn't he under the center? What was the game? That, they knew exactly. Thing. And then he touches his right shoulder, and the Giants knew where he's going to throw the ball. Did mm-hmm. you see that? Right. Oh, my God, Bill, this is too much anymore. I swear to God it's too much. I, it really yep. is. I can't. It, 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 I hope the Green Bay media actually holds these guys accountable. Never happened. Never happened. I want to, I want happened. somebody to ask Matt LaFleur why you have been outscored 27 points in the second half of ballgames. 
Why you've been shut out in three different third quarters. You've given up 23, yep. 24, 19, and 30. You're allowing mass points in every quarter defensively, and you get shut out basically in a third yep. quarter and fourth quarter of ball games. And they talk about, well, halftime adjustments don't matter. And this, well, somebody's adjusting at half, and it's not you. Your, other, your opponent exactly is, correct. and you don't have an answer for it, and you look like a lost deer in the headlights, and your defensive coordinator sucks. And, you know, the only guy that holds him that should be in the locker room asking questions is your guy, Eric Baranchak. He talks more like what the fans see, and we all see the same thing. He comes on the show and he says that he should be in there asking questions. I I would agree. I would agree. The, the lame-ass, well, I'm not going to blame the media. I mean, the media tries to ask questions. Matt LaFleur gets snippy and testy, and then if you ask too tough a question, they want to throw you out because that's the way Red China is, man. Gerard, I appreciate the phone call. Thanks so much. 877-867-1670. Let's get back to the phones and go right back to it. Uh, we got Austin on the line. Austin, welcome to the program and the, and the uh, Green and Gold postgame show. Oh, man, Bill, what a horrible game. Jeez, that second half, I mean, ugh. Unbelievable. The Packers, I can't figure out. The Packers lost to a team that had three, only three wide receivers able to play. They lost well, all four corners. They lost three of their offensive linemen and had a quarterback with a bad wheel and still lost. I, I can't. This yeah, can't. Is, this isn't comprehensible. Here and there, too. Like, and I mean, then in, in, in that case, they take an, a defensive coordinator who decides no pressure on the quarterback. Let's right. just try to get home consistently before. I, I can't I, figure I, I it out. Right, I don't want to sound like a broken record here, but when when are we going to have one game where we can adjust in the second half? I mean, we we see it watching, you know, watching it on our couches at home. I just don't know why why the coaches can't see it. And I, I know. mean, it's un just unbelievable how you know they can't adjust at all. And like similar to last year, we know what the problem is. We see what the problem is. It's with this defense, and it's with this offense who's. Can't, can't adjust as well and similar to last year where it's like 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 with the special teams we know what the problem is now i guess the only you know the only thing to look forward to here is that this is week five not the divisional round against san francisco right. you know you would hope that these coaches these players would see what we're seeing and be like you know what maybe we should try doing something different on this end or this is how we make adjustments I just don't know. I just I don't, I don't know. I don't see it. I can only hope, but you know, we you know, we can identify these issues, but I just I don't know why they can't. I, don't, I, I just that's it a great question. my mind. And, and, and the the worst part is, and you hit it on the head, and others have said it too, is you we all can see it. You can right. see that that in the second half of ball games, you basically are clueless. They've adjusted to the point that you can't do anything, and all you want to do is go shotgun and throw the ball. Right. And, and I wish somebody just say, Matt LaFleur, here's here's the amount of times you're in shotgun. Here's the amount of times you're under center. Here's the amount of times under the center you do one of the – here's the amount of times under center you run the ball. It, it's not even creative anymore. Right. And it's it's like you take a look at that last drive that they had. Minus the last two, three plays they had in the red zone, I was like, wow, this is actually a good, controlled, methodical – like we're not rushing up. We're not going for the long ball. We're going to play for a touchdown and maybe get into overtime here. But no, I mean it, they they cap it off, and it you know last two plays are like what the heck are you doing? You know you know you know if you're not going to get it on third down, you're going to go for it on fourth down. Why don't you have the the run as an option? Why don't you why don't you get some some smart plays going? Mm-hmm. So you, you can position yourself for you know touchdown and maybe overtime. I just I didn't get it. It was just it was so 
we got so outplayed in the second half, but I think a lot of it was because we just we beat ourselves. Jack yep. didn't beat us today. We beat ourselves. I would 100% so. agree with that, man. Appreciate the phone but, call. Um, Thanks for giving us a buzz. Yeah, I go back to it. Mark says, uh, what about the second half of ball games? What have the Green Bay Packers done? Basically nothing. Basically nothing. The, the Packers haven't done much of anything. Um, they have put up 65 points in the first half of ball games. In the second half of ball games, nowhere near that. In the third quarter of three games against the Bears, against the Buccaneers, and today again against the Giants, they've been shut out in the third quarter. They've scored a total of 17 points this season in the third quarter of ball games. 17. And without that two, that uh, that that safety today, without the safety today, they would have scored a total of 10. 27 points is all they put up in the second half of ball games. Their opponents, 49. They've been outscored 22 points in the second half, and they've been out they've outscored the opponents 65-47 in the first half of ball games. The Packers have put up 45 points in the second quarter so far this season. Only the game against the Vikings did they not put up a score in the second quarter. Otherwise, it's 21-7-7 and 10. And all of a sudden, then, it's just, it was funny. I was on Twitter today, if you were following me, and people were saying, oh, you know, they're up 20 to nine, you know, twenty to 3, and it's going to keep going. And then all of a sudden, the Giants started to leak back. And I don't know who said it, and whoever said it, I, I, I apologize for not giving you credit because somebody had said, wait till the second half because the Packers can't score and they're going to give up the same amount of points. Damn if it wasn't foreshadowing. Man, oh, man. I don't know who is calling the plays. I really don't. I'm getting a lot of that over on uh, the Bud Light live stream, and I'm getting, getting a lot of that on Twitter. I don't know who's calling the plays. I don't know if it's Rodgers. I don't know if he's changing it. I don't know if that's the Matt LaFleur offense. I don't get it. I don't know. It's it's bad. Consistently going downfield when you don't have a downfield threat. Consistently in the shotgun when you're telling everybody basically what you're doing all the time. I don't get it. When you do execute the offense, you got a couple of runs, you're under center a couple of times, even if it's just the first couple, you're, you're, you're giving them a different look. But just shotgun pass, shotgun pass, shotgun pass, three and out, shotgun pass, shotgun pass, shotgun, stutter step run, third and long, out. And then, again, I go back to third, what was it, second and 16, and you're playing your corners, three uh, or two, uh, one corner and two safeties, 17, 18 yards downfield. I, and then you had a crossing pattern over the middle for 18 yards. You pick up the first down, and everybody's like, I can't believe they got that. No, I can believe they got that because their defense was so far downfield. I want Somebody's got to ask Joe Barry, Joe, why when you only need 10 yards for a first down are you playing 12, 15 yards down the field? Why? And then on the snap, you're backpedaling. What are you backpedaling for? You're already 12 yards off the ball. What, what are you backpedaling for? You afraid somebody's going to come up behind you and give the opponent a beer? Don't get it. Don't get it. Uh, Matt LaFleur has been out coached now in more than a few games so far this season. No wonder he's tested. He has a right to be because uh, other people have figured him out, I guess. I Other than that, I have no idea. Bad loss for the Green Bay Packers. What we're going to do is we're going to step away. A lot of people on a Bud Light live stream. Keep it coming. Want to hear from you. Love hearing from you. Keep that going. We're going to keep uh, getting all your uh, all your. By the way, I agree with you, uh, Watson, Deshaun Watson, or uh, um, Christian Watson. What's he here for? What's he here for? 
Amari Rodgers, what's he here for? Just another third-round bust. Amari Rodgers needs to go. He's terrible. Two fumbles so far on punch yet this season. He just every now and then will give you a little bit of a flash of what he's capable of, but then he'll remind you over and over and over again why he's a bust. I guess Christian Watson's going to be the next guy to come in and take over. Now, I'm not ripping Christian Watson to say he's total a bust. I shouldn't do that because he's only five games now into his rookie career. Okay? I understand that. He's going to develop. He's got more time. But Amari Rodgers, put somebody else out there. Just get, get, get rid of him. They don't use him in the offense. Just get rid of him. He's not any kind of a specialist. More of the uh, Green and Gold Postgame Show next. This is the Green and Gold Postgame Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Green and Gold Postgame Show brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. They are the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Dog Network. Think of this the Packers. In the second half of this game today, uh, in the second half, put up a 101 yards. Okay? In the second half, 101 yards. But 69 of those yards came on that final drive, which means the Green Bay Packers, in the second half, barring the final drive, put up a whopping 32 yards. 32 yards. Say it with me, my friends. Okay, we're going to start in three, two, one. That sucks. There you go. There you go. Packers get beat today, knocked off by the Giants. Uh, you know, I'll say this. Um, Paul Charchian said it best. If you take the summary of the Green Bay Packers season, destroyed by Minnesota in week one, an easy win over Justin Fields and the Bears in week two, a narrow win over the injured Tampa Bay Buccaneers in week three, nearly lost to Bailey Zappi in week four, and they lost to a one-legged Daniel Jones who had – three less wide receivers, no cornerbacks, and three less offensive linemen. Now I ask you, is this team a playoff team? Is this team a good team? Is this team one of the top three teams in the NFC? Not right now, they're not. Doesn't mean they can't be, but not right now, they're not. Penalties, stupidity, poor play calling, all of it cost this team. All of it cost this team. Let's get back at it. Let's go to Josh. Josh, welcome to the program, the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Josh, how you doing today, man? What's up? Uh, a little stressed out. There's not enough old style beer to take this thing out today. Right. Uh, this was horrific. Horrific. Um, you know, again, you, you felt that the last few weeks they're starting to piece things together. Rogers is getting more comfortable with receivers. Uh, you know, it's supposedly this top five defense. So you felt this game might be 100% a complete game. They started out gangbusters um you know a lot of positivity and then they just poop the bed i don't get it how they fall so flat how you know they're getting shut out in third fourth quarters um you know no adjustments and then to have that banged up of a giant's o-line and they just march down the field it's just uh flustered is beyond the word so just, I hope they make some uh, drastic changes. They're certainly not a playoff team at this point. There's no way. So, No. No, not one that's actually going to do anything. Even if they get there, they may get there by default. But not one that's going to really cause anybody any, at least not right now, not one that's going to cause anybody any kind of a threat. I agree with you. Appreciate the phone call. Think about this. That vaunted Green Bay Packers defense on paper, 6 of 11 the Giants were today, 54.5% 
on third down. That Joe Barry defense playing off the ball and giving up first down yardage consistently, you got it. Somebody, I'm begging you, ask Matt LaFleur why. I'm begging you. Ask him why. Ask him why. Is that the philosophy? What purpose does that serve? Begging. Giants 32-11 uh, as opposed to the Packers. Time of possession 27-49. Packers drives went like this today. Field goal, punt, touchdown, touchdown, then a field goal. And you're thinking, rolling, man, right? Rolling. Punt, punt, gave it up on downs, end of the game. Sacked. Punt, punt, gave it up on downs, end of the game on a sack. Their defense started out rather well. Punt, three three and out, three and out. Then they gave up a field goal. Then they gave up that long drive for a touchdown before half. Then another long drive of... In three consecutive drives, by the way, the Giants went 11 plays, 81 yards, 11 plays, 56 yards, 15 plays, 86 yards, and then six plays, 63 yards, and then uh, ultimately the safety. Touchdown, field goal, touchdown. To They only punted twice today. That was the first two drives. After that, they did what they wanted to do. They ran the ball. They won in the trenches. Just bad. Bad play today. Bad play today. By the way, your leading tackler today was Quay Walker. Let's do this. Let's take a break. We'll get back every 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Everybody on the Bud Light live stream, I'm going to get to you. I promise we're going to start getting your comments in as well. Stay tuned. The Green Bay Packers beaten today. Beaten today. Can I say that? They were beaten in every phase. Beaten in the trenches. Beaten offensively, beaten defensively, outcoached. Go walk Abbey Road. Go have a feel good and do your pint pints of Guinness and everything because this was a business trip and you failed. 27 22, they get knocked off by the Giants. Packers 3 and 2, Giants 4 and 1. Packers have a long flight home. More of the Green and Gold postgame show coming up after this. This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Packers get knocked off 27-22. I said that correctly. They go to London and got beat. 27-22, they get knocked off by the New York Giants. And somebody, anybody, anybody, ask me or answer me the question. Somebody, please, for the love of God, ask Matt LaFleur. Third and 13, why is your defense playing 16 yards downfield and then backpedaling on the snap? Please tell me. What philosophy? Where did you, Where in a book did you get that? Somebody had to say this was cool. I don't know if it's the new math. I don't know if it's the pol- political ads that are bombarding us, that are screwing up your brains. I have no idea. Somebody tell me why you do that. Third and 13, defensive backs... Six, 13, 15, 16 yards downfield, and then on the snap, they're backpedaling. Please, God, tell me why. Please, God, tell me why. 
Can't figure it out. Shotgun, shotgun, pass, 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 pass. You got all these different things on two short plays down near the goal line. And instead, it's Aaron Rodgers tapping shoulders. Everybody knows. Go to the right. Throw to a covered guy. Get the pass batted down. Shotgun, shotgun, shotgun. No no motion. No two-back set. No threat to run. No creative play calling. It's horse blank. You were out coach, Matt LaFleur. You get testy at the media now? My ass. My ass. It was poor. Unbelievably poor. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Matt LaFleur after the... Let's take a listen to this giant steaming pant load of nothing, of red China garbage coming out of Matt LaFleur. Let's take a listen. Here it is. No, we had a run-pass option on, and they, they loaded the box and went cover zero, and we figured that's what they're going to do, and unfortunately had two bad passes. 20 running players. Coach, did you anticipate it being that favorite in front of the, into the passing game? Uh, it just depended upon what they were giving us. You know, we, like I said, we had a lot of run pass cans, and they played a lot of single high and manned us up. And it's, you know, do you want to run into a loaded box or you want to tr- try to get it through the air? And unfortunately, that that, that didn't work for us. <laughs> so, um, like I said, give credit. You know, Wink's a guy I totally I got a lot of respect for, and he outcoached us in the second half. And they outplayed us. Do you feel like you're, you abandoned your identity a little bit there with, with all the running, or did you make the right calls? The yeah, I got to look at it. But certainly, um, you know, when, when the results don't go your way, um, it's only fair. You know, you could, you could argue we scored no points in the second half. So obviously, it, the plan that uh, and the play calls that I gave weren't, weren't good enough. Defensively as well, Matt, from obviously such a strong start. How did they move the ball so easily? Yeah, I, I got I to go back and look at the tape. Um, you know, it just it seemed like there were some timely, uh, costly penalties on our, on our part that gave them, you know, life on some drives. And, you know, you, you can't do that in this league. Coach, you have the fundamentals, discipline, technique, film study. What, what would be the biggest downfall in today's game? All of the above. Everything, you know, it wasn't good enough. So, talk, uh, you know, again, give New York all the credit. Uh, Mike Kafka, Brian Dayball, their players, uh, going out there and, and coming up with a good plan and then out executing. And that's what happens when in this league. And if you don't come ready to play, and not that we didn't come ready to play, uh, but they obviously uh, out executed us in the second half and. You know, like I told our team, it's just disappointing, but we can't let one loss compound into another. Yeah, I, I got to go back and look at it. Compared to the last two years, Matt, how do you feel about the team this year? So the record was great. Well, certainly there's been a lot of struggles, um, you know, and that is this league. And we just got to be more consistent because there's some moments where we look pretty good, but we have yet to put together a complete game as a team. It's like every game has been one good half and that just isn't that's not good enough in this league you gotta you gotta play every play like it's your last and if you don't you get your ass whipped so on the um, on the game plays do you want it always by the book or are there times where maybe you should no aaron does a great job with that stuff of of calling what we want you think the base and kicked in a little bit because obviously the big no game. not not in our mindset no 
It seems like one, one of the things that did work was to get the ball more to Randall. And I know Aaron had talked about that this week. Was that sort of a bigger part of the game plan today, or did it just? I think it just kind of happened naturally. He, he took advantage. We thought, uh, you know, he, he won some matchups, and unfortunately, we didn't get him the ball enough, obviously. Excuse me, can you say it one more time? Um, just, yeah, everything. I mean, I got to go back and look at it. So I can't name one thing for you right now. But I just know that um, I thought there was there were some times where we had them in some longer yarded situations and they were able to convert on some long third downs. And uh, you can't do that. You can't do that in this league. And we had, coming in, we had the top third down defense in the league and just didn't execute in the second half. That's good. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. What, what do you think? Yeah. There you go. That, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Okay, there you go. That's it. Uh, we don't want to talk about it anymore. We don't want to talk about a loss. Red China. Red China. Red China. Don't talk about it. Can't ask a question. I don't know. I'll go look at the film. Can't ask a question. You've gotten your asses handed. The whole thing, This this that statement, and I just t- tweeted that. He said, uh, we have played well in moments. We have yet to put a full full game together. I agree with that. But it's you haven't played well in moments. You play the first half, you don't play bad. Second half, you stink. Why? Why? I'm surprised they don't shut the internet down in Green Bay so nobody can talk about it. Why? I, I just I, can you tell us why? What are teams doing to you, Matt? That suddenly you feel the need to become pass happy. You abandon the run. You ignore what was working. You get throw happy. You allow Aaron Rodgers to continually just wing it around all the... He's the MVP. I get it. He's a tremendous player. He's smarter than the average bear, but we also all know he's unbelievably selfish and pass-happy. You're third and two, second and two, and you don't run the ball. It's what got you there. The old adage in football is, do it until they stop you. And then when they stop you, you can do it one more time just to see if they really got you stopped. And... You just abandon it. I don't get it. 877-867-1670. Um, we I think we got Bob on the line. Bob, Bob, welcome to the program, man. What's happening? Hey, Bill. Uh, thanks for the line. I, uh, you know, I've been listening to you and, and your audience, and they pretty much, uh, there's not a whole lot I can add to this. But I do want to, uh, you know, since you played the LaFleur presser afterwards, I mean, tell me something. Is that the most overused line in professional football? I got to look at the tape. Bill, yeah. I don't have to look at a tape to see my to me to know I've had my ass handed to me. The right. deal with, with, with LaFleur that absolutely is, is mind-boggling is that this isn't just one game. This has been the buildup since the end of training camp, this mindset of we're just going to pass, to you know, pass, 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 because that's the sexy thing to do, right? Because this is the way the NFL is tooled up, when, in fact, we've got a great running attack, a great one, not even a good one. We've actually got a great running attack. Maybe not Saquon Barkley, but we're good. And yet he fails time and time and time again to even address that. And I guess where I'm frustrated at the absolute most, and I, I put this one at LaFleur's feet, 
completely. We can sit there and talk about Joe Barry. You know what? That guy's been on thin ice since the first time he got into, into Green Bay. So this isn't like an anomaly. If you look back to his first year, he, he was doing the same crap. It's almost like he, he, well, I'll throw it at the wall and see what sticks. And play it soft because we want everything in front of us. That doesn't work even against the worst teams in the league. You know, it's almost like a prevent defense that they're playing in the second half altogether. I guess where, where I look at it, you know, if they were to make the playoffs again, and you know what, that's a long way away. They could switch this all around next week for all I know. But in the meantime, what that man, that's the head coach, he needs to look in the mirror. Because I'll tell you what, he can give New York Giants all the credit. They get all the credit, right, Bill? Mm-hmm. Because we right. sure as hell didn't, we sure as hell weren't complicit, you know, and just making it a little easier and a little better for them. After all, they're only the 28th ranked team in the league against the run. You know mm-hmm. what? Matt LaFleur ought to be ashamed of himself because he didn't give his team, he didn't put them in a position to succeed. And again, Bill, thanks for the line. I'll let you go. All right. Appreciate it. Give that man a tile at all. Love it. Give that man a Tylenol. Woo! That's fire. Angry, upset, and everybody can see it. You got a pretty good team. You got a lot of the same personnel, and you've added to it. We are, you know, the only difference is this year, no Devontae. Other than that, everything's gotten either the same or better. That's it. Even your special teams were flawless today. Hey, you got 14 seconds. Haul ass out there. Set up. Kick a field. Did you know that Mason Crosby's six for six this year? Six for six. Even your special teams. Get out on the field. Get there. Six seconds. Seven seconds. Four seconds. Five. Through the uprights. Yes. Special teams was good. The only one that's actually earning his paycheck is Bisaccia. Short of the fact that they keep running Amari Rogers out there. I keep thinking every time I hear about Amari Rogers being back there, I keep going, oh, which way did he go, George? Woo! 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Let's get back at it. Let's go back to the phone calls one more time. Let's go to Chris. Chris, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, Bill. Thanks for the call. Uh, you bet. Thanks for taking the key to the city in Baroque. I saw you do that. It was a great uh, Oh, it was awesome. My, my pleasure. It was awesome. Thanks for coming to our area. Really appreciate it. But uh, the only thing I had to say about was the uh, we lose games like we should be winning them. Our running back duo, um, the only running back duo in the NFL to have a thousand yards and five plus TDs. They showed that before the game. And we're losing these games mm-hmm. with these guys sitting on the sideline or pass blocking. Why is the ball not in their hands? And and how does our defense make every other quarterback? look like an NFL MVP. But I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming to our area. And, uh, no, I appreciate it. And take care. Thank you. Thanks, pal. Appreciate it. Had a great time in Viroqua. We'll talk a lot more about that tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, thanks to uh, thanks to uh, the mayor, Justin Running. Um, obviously, uh, the state re- representative, um, um, Lauren, God, I, his last name, boy, it's terrible. I forgot. Um, uh, Oldenburg, Lauren Oldenburg. Thanks to uh, thanks to him. Thanks to the city. They treated us great, and yes, they they did. They gave us a key to the city, which was really awesome. It was it was a a really wonderful thing, and it was an, it was an honor that I had no idea was coming. Absolutely none, zero. It was awesome. Um, 
877-867-1670. Uh, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. We've got a ton of people on the Bud Light live stream. We've got a lot of people chiming in. I want to try to get to all of you. Pete says, uh, you watch teams like the Giants just methodically go up and down the field, and it's always third and ten for Green Bay, and then a punt. Uh, Alfonso says the coaching staff is the worst. Aaron Rodgers threw five games, very mediocre, very average, according to Pete. Uh, you've got Christopher Amari Rodgers is a bust, was drafted as a wide receiver, has done nothing but fumble punt returns. Frank says, I have a feeling Rodgers will be cut when uh, Hill comes off the R. That's the reason we're all waiting for Kylan Hill to come off the IR. I would assume that Amari Rodgers is probably on his way out the door. Uh, Bob and Chris says, did Savage recover his jockstrap? When Saquon Barkley, on that big one on the outside, gave him that little juke, uh, I said, uh, I tweeted that out. I said, yeah, when he gets back to Green Bay, right there on that corner over there is Dick's Sporting Goods. Stop over to Dick's Sporting Goods, and somebody at Dick's Sporting Goods, uh, stop over and, and pre-order one, have it sitting there for curbside pickup, so that way when they get off the plane, they just go right, swing right through and grab it and head to the stadium and get everybody back to the car. Pick up a jock for Darnell Savage Jr. Uh, just put out all sizes out there. I don't know what he carries, but just... Go ahead and give him a jock because it's still laying over there in London. Just an FYI. Just an FYI. Amari, uh, our professional fair catcher on punt returns. Pete says, seriously, go scan the waiver wire and find a pure return man like we did with the playoff game last year. Noticeably better. Uh, fair, ma- fair catch, fumble, Amari Rogers. Um, Ronald says, why do you want Rogers back then if you knew he wouldn't throw to the rookies? A great quarterback takes the time. Because he's – you know why, Ronald? Because Jordan Love stinks. Aaron Rodgers is your best shot to win. And if anybody thinks different, you're crazy. He just is. You know? Uh, Tom says this is the Crosby Redemption Tour. That I'll agree with. Mason Crosby, six for six. Six for six. Uh, Alan A. says Joe Barry stinks. Nate says uh, the dude can can rant. Love it. Spot on. I think he's talking about me. And that's just because I was, you know, my hair was flying. Um, Frank says, I try not to worry too much about uh, what a coach says. It's what they actually do and how prepared the team is, how you adjust and what the other team does, uh, how they can exploit you and exploit the other team's weaknesses. I, I agree. I 100% agree. Um, and Josh, uh, or John says, LaFleur is a coddler. He makes up excuses for Aaron Rodgers, for his defensive coordinator as well. Uh, Susie says they always adjust uh, to us, but we don't adjust anything to them, and it's getting old. On that note, everybody in the Bud Light live stream, you to me. And Susie, you to woman. There you go. Packers lose today, get knocked off by the Giants, get out coached, get out played, get out everything short of special teams, and it stunk. Even the special teams, though. The, the long-haired punter ran out of the end zone for the safety, thus pretty much ending the hopes of the Green Bay Packers as he then punted the ball away on the free kick with only about five seconds to go in the game. And with those five seconds, Aaron Rodgers ran around, got hit, got sacked, ball flies in the air. Fat guys are running with a football. Whistles have been blown, but fat guys are going to continually run because any time a fat guy gets a football, they just want to run with it. They want to try to do something with it. They want to act. And then when everybody else stops, fat guys look faster. So they continue to go. By then, everybody's laughing and saying, no, the game's over, so please stop. You're making a fool of yourself. And that's the way the game ended. Got a lot more of the Green Gold Post Game Show coming up right after this. This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Welcome back. Packers lose. Packers fans' blood pressure through the roof. Joe Barry's uh, ineptitude on display. Matt LaFleur's deer-in-the-headlight looks continue. Aaron Rodgers tweaks hand at the end of the ball game. Just some of the headlines coming out of London. We are brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. They bring you the uh, Green and Gold postgame show. And thanks to uh, thanks to Bud Light for years of support. Appreciate it. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, if you want to give us a shout, please feel free to do so. Can we stop with the Jordan Love talk? Seriously? Can we stop? I had one guy that wanted to see Aaron Rodgers get hurt on the final play of the game so he can't start the rest of the season. Maybe he broke his wrist. Come on. Really? That's where you're at? You think that Jordan Love's going to come in and suddenly start beating teams, winging the ball all over the place? The only thing Jordan Love will do is run the plays that are there in front of him. That's it. That's it. He's not a better quarterback. He's not a better passer. He doesn't have a stronger arm. Just stop. So I, this has nothing to do with Jordan Love. It just doesn't. Uh, 877-867-1670. Let's hit us up again. 877-867-1670. Uh, I want to hear from you if you uh, you want to chime in. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to Scott. Scott, welcome to the program. How are we looking? Hello? Scott, go ahead, man. Sorry, man. My folks kind of, you know, was on or not. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Bill. Um, yeah, uh, a couple of your callers kind of hit it on the head. You know, I think uh, – I'm tired of seeing the offensive line get kind of pushed around a little bit. Uh, the receivers aren't getting open. Uh, Amari Rogers trash. Joe Barry trash. Uh, here's a thought. Um, why not just uh, cut Amari Rogers now and just bring in Odell Beckham and start teaching him the playbook so that when he is ready 100%, he can step right in and give us more of a veteran presence on the offensive line and maybe even a deep threat, who knows, coming off that injury. But uh, – I'm tired of also, like somebody else said, like LaFleur coddling Aaron Rodgers. Remember all that criticism he took at the NFC Championship game for not leaving the ball in Rodgers' hands at the end of the game? I think he's mm-hmm. so scared to face scrutiny from the media again that he is willing to call Rodgers, put the ball in his hands. I had the game cast on. I was away from my home during the game, and I saw at the end of the game at that last drive, pass on third and two down on the goal line, pass on fourth and one down on the goal line, and I'm looking at my son and my wife, I'm like, they did not just throw the ball twice inside the five, mm-hmm. you know, when all you needed was, like, one down. So, it, it just is – you're right, it's getting so old. Rodgers, just get him out of there. Not Aaron Rodgers, Amari Rodgers. Yeah. I know Dale Beckham joined me before somebody – and last thing, since I'm down here in Dallas, I have this sickening feeling that uh, McCarthy is a lame duck coach and they're just waiting to find Sean Payton. And I'm seeing a downtrend with the Packers slipping into mediocrity – and I don't want that to happen. It seems like LaFleur's got some Paul Chris-itis. And I think the Packers ought to make a play for Sean Payton before it's too late. That guy has high-powered offenses. And LaFleur, wasn't he the offensive coordinator in Tennessee where he was just mediocre at best? Yeah, uh, but I look, uh, the bottom line is he's got wins over the last few years, and he's got an NFC Championship game, and they're not going to dump him, not after this one season. Right. I agree with you. Right. I, I think that you know Sean Payton is an incredible coach. I think he's got a great mind. I think he's got a will to win. I don't think he wants to take over a team with Aaron Rodgers possibly leaving. I would say he probably wants to coach Dallas and, and Dak Prescott and keep him around a while, but 
Uh, I, I 100% agree with you. The coddling of what, whatever's going on, we're never going to get a real answer. But Matt LaFleur is going to be the guy that's going to be up there taking the questionable bullets. I'll tell you that right now. Because it, it, it's, it's obvious. It's, to you, to me, what the hell are you doing when, when you've got two backs who are averaging over four yards a carry at fourth, third and two and fourth and two, and you're throwing the football? Why? All right, and that yeah. also says that's also an indictment of your offensive line, basically saying they don't have the ability to give me two yards because they had a zero look. That's I, I can't buy that. Yeah, how does AJ Dillon feel? Probably, but he, that's why they brought this right? dude in to trust people down on the goal line. He's standing on the sideline. Like, thank you very much. Think about me. Yeah, right. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate the phone call. He's right. He's right. He's not. He's got it. Bam. Hammer, nailhead, bam! What are you doing? You're not even get, you're not even bringing him on the field to give him a look. I know. I get it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Frank says, "I wonder if this is how Vikings fans felt in the '90s when their teams would go out and get out coached so often." I even felt like my team was uh, the best coached going into games since Holmgren and Fritz. Uh, Dale says, uh, Royce Newman uh, getting overwhelmed at times. Jenkins isn't an offensive tackle and put Josh at right tackle. Your thoughts? I, I agree. I Look, if Matt LaFleur is a man of his word and he keeps saying, we're going to put the best five out there, we're going to look at the film and put the best five out there, then why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you doing it? Now, maybe they will once David Bakhtiari is full go. But I'll tell you this, you got more games coming up with field turf. So whether it was the swelling in the knee over uh, in England because of the long trip or the field turf that scares you, if you keep coaching scared, I get having players' health at the top of your interest. I understand that. But either you can go or you can't. I, You know, <laughs> at what point do you say you just got to go? You got to go play. You know, we're coming up on two years here. I I understand the take it easy, manage it, getting through the season, but you got to put your best five out there. Elton Jenkins has got to move down to guard. Yash Nyman out to right tackle. Then you got John Runyon at your left guard. David Bakhtiari at your left tackle. And then if Myers keeps getting his ass handed to him, then you got to make some kind of a decision over there at the center position. But regardless, you just quit, quit, quit flapping gums, man. Just play your best five. Play defense the way it's supposed to be played. And quit saying, well, I don't know. We had this look and we had this and we had to run. In other words, what he should have said was, it was a run-pass option. Aaron chose to throw the ball because of a zero look. It failed both times. The next follow-up question would be, well, if you've got a good run game, and that's what kind of got you down there, and that's what drove the train in the first half of this ball game, why would you not at least take one shot at running the football to pick up the first down and thus keep the drive alive instead of trying to go to the end zone both times? Why not just take what the defense gives you? Why not just try to get the first down and keep the drive alive, get it into overtime, and then win the game that way? Why can't you run the what? You know why? Because Red China. That's when suddenly the lights will go out and the internet goes down and suddenly the microphones don't work and, you know, they'll flip the switch. 
877-867-1670. Let's do this. When we come back, we'll hear from Aaron Rodgers and some of the thoughts that he has. Uh, we're going to hear from Mike Clemens. We're going to hear from more from you. Uh, this is it. For lack of a better term, this is a pissed-off Sunday. That's what this is. That's what this is. More up after this. This is the Green and Gold Post Game Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Game show continues, and uh, the Green Bay Packers get beat over in London. They get knocked off by the uh, Giants in ugly fashion, 27-22, a game in which, now remember this, the Giants were missing three of their starting six wide receivers. After the injuries during the game, they were missing three starting offensive linemen. Their quarterback was questionable all week with a bad ankle. They uh, lost Saquon Barkley for a short period of time during the game. They lost, whether it was coming into the game or during the game, all four starting cornerbacks. And they still got beat. And they still got beat. Aaron Rodgers, after the game, let's take a listen. Questions for Aaron? How could you dump? Could have started a little faster. I think I missed Rome's in the first drive for a big one. Um, yeah, then we had some opportunities in the second half. But you know, probably could have chosen Cobby there on the last play and had a higher percentage throw. Obviously, that trend of having one good half, one bad half, continued today. You didn't have that many drives in the second half, but did they change anything defensively that gave you problems, or, or what happened there? No, not really. Maybe just a couple more plays of pressure. Uh, it was just, you know, those two drives hurt us. Uh, we had a decent drive to get down there, uh, first drive of the second half, and then sack on third down. And then three and out with two opportunities uh, to make plays on the next drive. And uh, by the time we knew it, we were down seven. Can you run through the last two plays, what, what you saw, what you thought happened? Yeah, I mean, I liked, uh, I liked the calls. We had uh, Kabi on the left side. I was trying to fit it through the, you know, kind of the sea of arms there. Felt like we might have had a chance um, on the inbreaker. And then fourth down uh, was trying to throw a, kind of a big body ball to Allen. Uh, you know, maybe should have adjusted uh, AJ to block that guy off the edge. Like I said, probably could have thrown the ball to Kabi on the left uh, left sideline. The one that you just mentioned was that trying to get? Were you guys trying to get back into the game right away in the sense of like you just watch your defense? Well, I feel like we had three good calls. You know, we had a call we hit early in the game for eight yards. We came back to it. I made a subtle adjustment. Um, we, I'm not sure what happened outside if uh, if Rome went a little bit too deep, or if his he just turned his guy around and ran into Allen. But we had it. We were going to have a good shot to Allen there uh, down the sidelines, uh, second down. Uh, a play that we'd hit early in the game as well that we liked, uh, had a chance. Ball was a little bit high to Kabi. And in third down, another play that we like. Um, probably a more catchable ball would have been a couple yards short on that one. 
but I like those three calls. I, you know, I feel good about uh, all those. You know, we got to hit one of those to, to give our defense a little more rest and kind of turn the tide back in our favor. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're just not quite on the same page at, at times. Um, I don't know. We got to go back and look at. It. I don't want to make a blanket statement right now. Um, definitely not an emotional blanket statement. So I'll just uh, withhold that and maybe talk about it on Wednesday a little bit. If you uh, get back and get some sleep, Rob, and remember that question. Jair was just saying he's not concerned about the defense yet, but he will be if you guys lose next week. Are you concerned about the offense yet? No. Wow. And frankly, I don't like all this conversation about losing next week. I'm a firm believer in the power of words and manifestation, and we got to check ourselves on that because talking about that is not that's not winning football. There was conversation about it in the locker room, and I don't like it. And uh, Josh, my guy, but we don't need to be talking like that. I understand there's a reality in this game, but there's a win and a loss every single game, but there's also reality in, in life that you... Uh, what you're putting your energy towards, that's where your focus is going to go. So uh, I'm not going to address prospects of losing up here uh, other than we just lost this game. Offensively, we haven't put two halves together. There's a lot that factors into that. Um, you know, everything from calls to execution uh, to the momentum to defensive stops to adjustments that we make that are good or shouldn't make. Um, but it's a lot of execution. There's games like this where our defense is not going to be up to their normal standards, and we got to pick them up. We had chances, a lot of chances. So definitely the offense, uh, this one will weigh heavy on us on this flight back. On the uh, back of the three and out in the second half, mm-hmm. I get that you, you really liked all those plays. But I am wondering, considering who you guys are this year, is that still the right way to go, or do you need to back off on that just because it's less of your identity this season? Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's a, I understand what you're going. I can't say that uh, I love that line of questioning, but you make a good point, Pete. I think it's something to think about. Um, again, I'm not uh, making those calls. I do like all three of those calls, 100%. Um, and I felt like we were really close to executing. The difference between a ball that's high and a ball that's on Kabi is the difference between a three and out and who knows and being up here and, and answering that question. So that's the... The beauty in this game is that it, it is um, comes down to some very small dimensions between winning and losing. But uh, but I, it's, it's a valid point you make. Um, but we get a call, we try and execute it, and there was at least two opportunities to get first downs there. And then you. I met fans from really across the world. One guy from Switzerland. What would you say to your new families? I mean, guys seem to have synergy with here. Well, first of all, we're sorry. You know, we, we we wanted to come here and put on a show and win a football game. The crowd was outstanding. I mean, this was just a fantastic experience, I think, for all of us. There's guys in that locker room that have never been across the pond. And uh, just the, uh, the hospitality from the fans when we were out, you know, me and Alan on Friday was outstanding. The crowd response today, taking the field was incredible. 
Uh, seeing the different flags from different countries was amazing. Our, the fans were. There you go. Uh, Aaron Rodgers talking. I, I want to go back to something that was stated. Did you hear what he said? P- Pete Doherty. Give Pete Doherty credit. Pete Doherty, in a very kind way, basically said, look, you throw pass, you throw pass, you throw pass. You get down into third and short and fourth and short. You throw pass, you throw pass. He basically said, look, when other things were working, why? He didn't go as far as to say, why are you passing the ball all the time? He wasn't a jerk about it. Rodgers said, I don't like where this line of questioning is going, but I respect it. And then he said, I'm not making those calls, but I like those calls. Did you hear it? In other words, it's not me. I didn't get away from the run. I didn't do that. He threw it right on at Matt. He's not being a jerk. He just said, I'm not making those calls. I like those calls. So he he basically said, it's Matt's call. I like what our coach is calling. I like that. But it's Matt's call. It's not mine. Did you hear that? There you go. Going to step away, take a quick break. More of the Green and Gold Postgame Show coming up next. This is the Green and Gold Postgame Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. Uh, the Green and Gold Postgame Show, we continue on. Brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. They are the official beer sponsor of the uh, Green and Gold Postgame Show. And uh, glad to have you on. And uh, Mike Clemens now joining us uh, on the hotline. And, Mike, um, this one, not the best of contests for the Green Bay Packers. And, uh, well, let's do this. We just dropped Mike, so we'll get Mike back coming up here in uh, just a second. Um, by the way, uh, apparently Rogers in his postgame presser, not liking some of the questions and looking relatively disgusted, um, which rightfully so. Let's go to Joe listening to us in Georgia. Joe, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. I know you're you, trying to get Mike you on bet. the What's up? Um, but, uh, yeah, I wanted to just call in because, man, this was brutal. This was ugly, man. I, listen, I'm not fire guy, but Coach Barry's got to go. I mean, this is – let let Coach Gray take over at this point. I mean, this is ridiculous, man. It, it, it's third and, what, 11, 12, 13 or something, and they're 13 13. yards off the ball? What are we doing yep. here? And not only that, you've got Rasul in the slot. Rasul's not a slot guy. He's a react outside Mm-mm. cover corner. That's where he thrives. Mm-hmm. Jair is too damn athletic for you not to play him in the slot-type robber rover position, if you will. I, I mean, it's insane to me. This defense has way too much talent to be this bad. It, 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 it's inexcusable. As far as the uh, offense goes, look, I, I, <laughs> I don't know if Coach LaFleur overthinks things or Rodgers does, but when they are running the ball, Rodgers is getting the ball out quick, like Dobbs do his thing, Cobb, Lazard, et cetera, and quick slant, things of that nature, they're unstoppable, man, because when Aaron Rodgers is in that mode of play action and stuff, he's the best ever at selling play action. Boomer and Sison was really good at it, but Rodgers is the best I've ever seen at it. 
And I don't understand this. Like a good example would be the Giants go 91 yards, right, in eight, nine minutes or whatever it was. What does Green Bay do to follow up their follow-up series? Incomplete deep, incomplete deep, incomplete right. deep. Well, what are we doing? Like, and meanwhile, you 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 got both both your AJs sitting there going, uh, "Dude, we're averaging like six, seven yards carry." What, 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 come on now. And I'm not saying you run the ball every play. I mean, but I will right. say this: running the ball will win you games. Green Bay, one hundred. I agree. And that that should be there. I appreciate the phone call because I got Mike coming on. But that should be their identity. Uh, as much as we talk about the pass, this almost you want to go back. And I'm not saying it has to be true West Coast, but yeah, I, I the identity you run the football has to be more than it, you only running it the first couple of series, and then after that, getting away from it. Joining us now on the hotline, our buddy Mike Clements. And Mike, uh, this is one that just flat out got away from a man in so many different ways. You know, uh, what that caller was just saying right there, uh, Connor, we've got this uh, cut from Matt LaFleur, number one. Uh, we just got finished with some of the press conferences in London. Now, uh, yeah, we don't want to play that in queue yet. Um, in the second half, particularly, when the Giants go for 11 plays and 56 yards, trust me, the Giants are not trying to clock the game. They're trying to score. It's just that it turned out that way. But you keep Aaron Rodgers off the field for the first seven minutes of the second quarter. And Green Bay goes out there three and out. Then the Giants get the ball, and they go 15 plays and 91 yards. They meant to score. They didn't mean to drag it out. That's just the way things played out. Plus, the Packers had some penalties. Rodgers goes back in three and out. What changed? Well, according to Matt LaFleur, if, uh, if Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator, puts an extra guy in the box and tries to shut down your run, or maybe contain Aaron Rodgers, he can just go man-on-man with Lazard and Cobb because he's not worried about speed. That's what gave them problems. Here's what LaFleur just said. We had a lot of run pass cans, and they played a lot of single high and manned us up. And it's, you know, do you want to run into a loaded box or do you want to try to get it through the air? And unfortunately, that that didn't work for us. (laughs) So, um, like I said, give credit. You know, Wink's a guy I totally got a lot of respect for. And he outcoached us in the second half, and they outplayed us. Mike, uh, the question has been, and I, I listened to Rogers. Uh, Rogers kind of said, "Ah, you know, well, you know, Pete Doherty asked a great question. What I wanted asked: Who's calling these plays for run after run, or excuse me, pass after pass after pass after the run have been working?" Uh, Matt Lafleur talked about Aaron Rodgers kind of checking into these plays, and Rogers said, "I, I don't, I'm not the one calling the plays, but I like the plays." Right. So uh, you know, and. And the second half is this. When offense goes three and out, when the Giants seem to keep moving the chains, the defense is going to get gassed. Now, is Aaron Rodgers checking into the right play at the line of scrimmage? Here's what LaFleur had to say. No, Aaron does a great job with that stuff of, of calling what we want. No, not, not in our mindset, no. It seems like one, one of the things that did work was to get the ball more to the Randall. I think it just kind of happened naturally. He, he took advantage. We thought... Uh, you know, he, he won some matchups, and unfortunately, we didn't get him the ball enough, obviously. Mike, defensively speaking, not a great day for uh, Joe Barry, the play calling defensively when you're playing so far off the ball on the line of scrimmage on a third and 13, and you're giving up 15 yards. I mean, it, the math just doesn't equal. And then they didn't have a great day, just fundamental wise, either. Brian Dable, the head coach, came into this game with seven players out of the game with injuries. 
He lost more to injuries. He had Saquon Barkley have to go in the locker room, then come back and still they're lining him up in the red zone at, uh, at quarterback in their wildcat. I mean, it's unbelievable how you were able to outlast the Packers, who were pretty much healthy, uh, with a bunch of practice squad guys. And Preston Smith was asked about, you know, what happened to the Packers' defense today? I feel like we was playing, we was playing pretty well overall, and just you know we just we allowing too many um, we're, we're making too many mistakes that a lot of teams are capitalizing off of. But we're gonna settle down. It's a long season. We got 12 more games left. As crazy as that sounds, after five we got 12 more games left, and we got a lot of things we can fix going forward, and a lot of things we can work on to get back to that 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 defense we were in training camp or that defense we were known for being. Mike, let me ask you this. Uh, a lot of criticism today of Joe Barry, and uh, I think uh, for the most part, rightfully so. It looks like it's been a soft defense. Is that what he's calling, or is this something completely different than what you saw, what we witnessed early on in training camp, like uh, Preston Smith alludes to, where they were getting after the ball, they were aggressive. It seems like now they're just playing not to allow anything to get behind them. Well, they don't seem to be able to put themselves in position to get any picks. You know, they're not, They don't seem to be going having extra time in terms of their tackles where they're punching out the football like other teams are doing, except for Sean Gary, you know, who con- con- continues to look strong, at least in the first half of the game, and getting in the backfield and stopping up and wrapping up on, on guys. Um, there's got to be something that that Joe Barry is doing that's not working, and it's either, it's either not being aggressive enough at getting after the quarterback, it's got to be in not... Uh, figuring out where to take away the strength of a team and and to be able to um, be able to make plays on the football but uh, that's just pathetic i mean that's a that's a that's a preseason team that had that that took the possession of the football from you in the second half and your team just is getting gassed and it's got nothing to do with the travel or any of that other nonsense and then now you got Jair in the locker room telling reporters right after the game, man, this can't happen or we're going to lose again. Now listen to this question that Aaron Rodgers got in his post-game press conference. Jair was just saying he's not concerned about the defense yet, but he will be if you guys lose next week. Are you concerned about the offense yet? No. Why not? And frankly, I don't like all this conversation about losing next week. I'm a firm believer in the power of words and manifestation, and we got to check ourselves on that because – Talking about that is not, that's not winning football. There was conversation about it in the locker room, and I don't like it. And uh, Josh, my guy, but we don't need to be talking like that. I understand there's a reality in this game, but there's a win and a loss every single game. But there's also a reality in, in life that you, uh, what you're putting your energy towards, that's where your focus is going to go. So uh, I'm not going to address prospects of losing up here uh, other than we just lost this game offensively we haven't put two halves together there's a lot that factors into that um, you know everything from calls to execution uh, to the momentum to defensive stops to adjustments that we make that are good or shouldn't make um, but it's a lot of execution and there's games like this where our defense is not going to be up to their normal standards, and we got to pick them up. We had chances, a lot of chances. So definitely the offense, uh, this one will weigh heavy on us on this flight back. 
Mike, it's interesting. Uh, I get it. He doesn't want to talk about losing. You want to stay positive, uh, you know, after today's game. But I think Jair Alexander is just kind of stating the obvious. He's like, look, we, we, we the adjustments, the things that they haven't done, first half versus second half, the fact that they're being outscored in the second half pretty consistently. I mean, there's a lot to nosh on here that, you know, Jair Alexander is just kind of laying out there saying, this is what it is. And if we continue to do this, yeah, I'm going to become concerned. There wasn't a good attitude all week. You know, the head coach was uptight about the trip and the schedule and that thing, and he, he took a lot of questions about it, but he made a lot of it uh, as well. And then you get into the game, and you see things like McKinley standing right there in the flats, blocking Aaron Rodgers' pass, and Rodgers saying, I like the play call. I'll tell you what, you got out coached this week, big time. Yeah, you did, no doubt. Mike, great stuff. We got all day tomorrow to break it down. We'll talk to you then, okay? Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. One more disappointing, sorry-ass time before we get out of here, before a crowd of 61,024 at Tottenham Stadium, Hotspur Stadium. It was the New York Giants 27 and the Green Bay Packers 22. We'll be back on it again tomorrow. Catch us all over there on Spotify, Apple iTunes, also on Google Podcasts. Always follow us on YouTube. You can follow us on Twitter as well. Packers fans, we'll live to talk another day, no doubt about it. Until then, we lick our wounds. Enjoy the rest of the day of football. Time for us to go. Have a go. Oops.